You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio where Derek and Doug talk all things Disney. And Doug, I got to start today's episode off with saying you owe me a Disney Ugh. snack and I'm calling in a Mickey pretzel. So you lost yeah, the bet. I did. I lost the bet. I don't even remember how long ago we made this bet. It was a while. But uh, the premise of the bet was I said the Hall of Presidents would not open until after we went on our next rope drop trip, which, by the way, is not planned, like not even remotely planned. So I was basically saying it wasn't going to open for four years. Turns out, Derek, I'm wrong. You were wrong. I was kind of shocked that it opened when it did, but it opened this last week. Uh, Thank you to Back to the Mouse who sent a video, some proof. He rope uh-huh. dropped it, so we got to he see. Did. He rope dropped he all did. the presidents, That's... which, which is funny because I've seen like a lot of people been doing that. I know you see all the 4K videos and stuff like that popping up on YouTube and uh, a lot of comments. So uh, I would say it's, it's today, a hot topic. Yeah, I'd say today, tomorrow might be the only days rope dropping Hall of Presidents makes sense. Just to throw that out there, don't change your plans for Mine Train Space Mountain to go to Hall of Presidents in the future. But right when it opened back up, a lot of you know fanfare, so to speak. Yeah, and so it's it's there. So we'll have to – you owe me a pretzel, and then we'll have to go check it out on our next rope drop trip. Yeah, I agree. You know, I was, I was thinking about it earlier, and I think with Hall of Presidents, with every president, it wouldn't be a bad idea to have the president actually get put in like – two years after they're out of office, you know, when you start to, once the president's out of office so long, people start to romanticize about what they did and didn't do compared to when they're in office. I'm just saying, Disney, that wouldn't be a bad idea going forward, no matter who's elected. Well, this is, this isn't a political show. This is a Disney travel show. Trying to give Disney advice, but they they don't listen. They they don't ever listen. Well, they do sometimes to this show, but uh, what, just to say cease and desist, Derek. That's, that's it. That's it. Thankfully, we're still on the air. They haven't pulled us down yet <laughs> uh, because we do love everything Disney. And the one thing that I know I love, I don't know if you love it, but it is tonight's show topic. And that is the big news that Disney has bought Fox. Uh, 50 was 52.4 billion. Just a drop in the hat. billion total transaction value of approximately 66.1 billion. I don't understand what the difference of equity value and I'm not that smart. That's a lot of, a lot of money changing hands to buy our 21st century Fox. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. What does that mean for you? The Disney fan? Yeah. What does it mean, Derek? Well, it means that one day, we might get an X-Men Avengers crossover. Uh, so that's, that's definitely something really to look forward best. to. Fantastic that, Four in there. Yeah, I think that's the best thing that I was looking forward to is some of the properties that they obtained in this is 21st Century Fox deal. They now have the rights back to the event. Uh, um, not the Avengers. They already have the Avengers, but now they have the X-Men and the Fantastic Four and Deadpool – so it'll be real interesting to see how they handle Deadpool going forward because it's not exactly uh, Disney's image they try to portray. But there's a lot of other things like Avatar that we already see at the park. 
Yeah, and I think I honestly think somewhere uh, that's how this whole thing got started. Someone in Imagineering was like, "Hey, why are we spending so much money with Avatar? We have it in the parks. Why don't we just buy it?" And that's how this whole ball started rolling. I could foresee that uh, of yeah. a, that that would have been the whole conversation starter because uh, with what four maybe five movies coming out from James Cameron, <laughs> you could make that money back in no time if they're as big a hit as the first one was. Even if they're a fraction of the first one, and then to think they don't have to pay any more in-park royalties every time they run the attraction, every time they do an update, every time they want to change. Now they can make changes to the film that you're seeing in Flight of Passage when they want to. They don't have to go through as many hoops financially. That was one of the big problems with Star Wars, um, with, well, not Star Wars, but with Star Tours, why they couldn't make changes to it. Because every time they made a change, it had to go through all these different steps, and it was expensive. Once they owned Star Wars and Lucas Films, look at that. Poof, we, now we have interchangeable scenes. They're adding things to it as the movies come out. Where if Disney did not own the new movies, I guarantee you we would not be getting the in the park nearly as fast. I agree. You wouldn't. And that is one thing to look forward to is that, you know, Disney's never not changing. So my question to you, Doug, we're talking about all these IPs that they're starting to get. They also got the Alien franchise. We could see Stitches become back to Alien Encounter or like the original idea of having the aliens in there. But uh, do you see any of these new uh, Fox properties coming into play? Beyond beyond the uh, Marvel characters, I don't know. I mean, Avatar is already there, but like Alien, Simpsons, I just don't see it right now maybe aliens in overseas would make sense um simpsons i think is in the perfect park already over at universal that what fits a in shot there. to universal by the way for that disney to buy oh, they're, they're just buying all I, the ips i mean i'm sure in about 10 years they're gonna buy warner brothers and so like everything that universal has they're just gonna be paying royalties to disney for you know does disney own more prop ips in universal than universal owns i mean what does universal even own in universal right now fast and the furious kong which is why they added those two yep. i would imagine oh yeah because they're the two new ones they're, two, the newest uh, they're things. really pushing all those uh dreamworks stuff with shrek they and Minion. really own that uh, though? good point i thought it was a code no thing. disney distributes distributes um, DreamWorks. They don't own it, but they're the distribution. Yeah. So there's still part of that whole Shrek and Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. It's really, what do they own? E.T.? Is that why it's still there? Terminator? Well, Spielberg won't let E.T. go. They wanted to close it, and Spielberg stepped in and said, that one ride you were not taking, getting rid of. Yeah. So, I mean. I mean, they're basically renting out the uh, Nintendo Land and. Yeah. What? I guess, come to think of it, that's probably why they added the Jimmy Fallon ride, because they definitely own that. Yep, NBC owns that. No question about it. I'm guessing they own Mummy, because that would be yep, odd. They, all, they, own, they own all the old Universal Monster stuff. So, it's probably less than 50% Universal owns their their actual attractions. They're paying royalties to Disney on all the Marvel stuff. And now, and now Simpsons, and that's Simpsons. a that's a pretty that's a cool area land. of the park too. We've talked about that in previous episodes. I like it. It's yeah, well Universal fun. Universal's losing 
money over that one, so I, I do feel bad for them a little now bit. Now when I'm there, I'm definitely going to have to go eat at uh, the Chicken Shack or whatever it's called, Cletus's place, oh, and get yeah. my, my chicken and waffles, and then I'll feel better about it. Sounds good. Well, let's yeah. move back over to the Disney side of the park. Okay. Uh, let's talk Tangent. about Yes, that, it's okay, <laughs> though, because it's it's a lot of things that people are wondering. What all is this going to affect? How is it going to change? Uh, I know the biggest one that this is going to change, and the, pretty much the main reason it sounds like Bob Iger was going for this is because he wanted to take a chunk out of the streaming age. He is all about getting rid of Netflix and really adapting and building this Disney powerhouse streaming service. Uh, you know what, Doug? I'm going to honestly say it. Five years from now, maybe six, seven, but less than ten, Netflix is gone. And Disney yeah. is kind of the king of the road when it comes to digital streaming because that is where the future really is. Yeah, it, they own their content. Yep. They're going to be able to stream at a lot lower prices compared to Netflix. And now, I mean, they own 50% of the movie. And I mean, I saw a list of the top 10 largest weekend openings. I was watching a little movie math video from beyond the trailer on YouTube. If anybody watches that channel, it's excellent. But they were talking about the 10 largest uh, opening weekends in history. And seven of them were Disney already. That's before the Fox merger. So a lot of people have been commenting about how this Fox merger, now they're just going to have everything. Well, the highest opening Fox uh, weekend was actually Deadpool at number 25. So they're not buying big opening weekend numbers with this, with any of these acquisitions, but they own a lot of material to stream and it will be interesting. And the TV production side too. Yep. Fox does a lot of TV production. This is big for Disney. Um, a lot of their shows that are on ABC that aren't made by the ABC studios are actually made by the Fox. And you were mentioning some of those. What were some of those shows? Yeah. Modern family kind of a, their big hit is actually not owned by ABC. They pay mm -hmm. royalties to Fox for it. So they'll be bringing that one home. Uh, Grey's Anatomy, another one that's not in house. Uh, a couple of their other sitcoms. Ooh, this is us. This is, uh, that's, that's on, that's, that's on NBC. Oh, darn it. You're right. I got all. But now they own it. They own it. So take that universal. Not, they're not making a This Is Us ride <laughs> where everyone cries. <laughs> that would be awful. But I mean, all they the have videos. they have all the rights to this, which will, will be great for streaming in the future because it can all be on one platform. I know everyone's concern has been, OK, now I got to have a prime membership. Now I have to have Hulu. I have to have Netflix. I have to HBO. And at one time, I think my wife and I had four or five streaming services where if Disney owns all of this material. It will be a lot easier just to have one or two. And they already yeah. own the controlling controlling stake of Hulu or they will with this merger. Yep. So they the ball's in their court. They'll have Netflix's main competitor and then they're building a powerhouse behind it. Yeah, so their streaming service is going to be really tough to compete with and they have a chunk of stars already. And HBO, I don't know where they'll end up falling in all this. They're going to try to probably stay independent. Um the one piece of the puzzle well, they Why do you not... think HBO is trying to build five different Game of Thrones spin-offs right now? So they can have their own yes. content to stay independent or sell. Um, 
But the big chunk, the one thing that was not included with this acquisition is any of Fox's sports national programming. They're FS1, FS2, which are kind of like, you know, the channels that you have to search for when your game's on, right? They think they're equivalent to ESPN, but they're not. And BTN, which is big, and Big Ten, you know, Big Ten Network, BTN. And uh, that's a huge issue for us Big Ten fans. But Disney got all the regional Fox Sports channels. So it's just kind of weird, right? So now when I want to watch my local sports teams i disney owns those but my national broadcast on fox is gonna be sold off to whoever buys it at basically at auction it sounds like it's kind of weird yeah since uh sports are still appointment television you're seeing a lot of networks really fight over that content because you still got people watching commercials where when things do go i know and when things go on streaming you don't have commercials on netflix so uh, you know, a lot of the main commercial providers, car dealerships, stuff like that, are really fighting over those live sports. So everyone's trying to get these long-term contracts going. And so same thing, you're going to see a lot of uh, a lot of your favorite teams bounce around different networks. I mean, I remember growing up, every we're Husker fans, every Husker game was on ABC for 10 years. Yeah, it was great. I always knew where to find it. Yep. Now you have to go as an on Big Ten. You know, you never know. It's like six different channels it could be on. Yeah. And really, yeah, depend on that guy to find it. This is not going to change that at all. I kind of wish Disney would have bought it all because then Fox Sports probably would just cease to exist. ESPN would just swallow up all their contracts. And when we really would have ESPN, the Ocho. As forecasted by basketball, mini, mini or no dodgeball, dodgeball, right? dodgeball, yep. a true underdog story. Which I don't know, maybe they own that now too. They I might. Have no, idea. no idea who made that movie, but that'd be a good one. I think they should have dodgeball leagues and air them huh. on, on ESPN. That would be. Well, you need something to do at the All Star Resorts. I like it. Dodgeball, uh, dodgeball, courts. synergy, mm. synergy. Well, this is all such big news, and I'm sure over the next few weeks, months, and probably year. We will get a lot more updates on exactly how all the details are going through. I know the FCC still has to play their part in the whole thing. Um, we'll see with net neutrality, Doug. We didn't talk about that at all. Yeah. But, uh, who knows how uh, this is going to play into all of those decisions with Disney being a powerhouse. I know Netflix is already going to be spending a lot of money in legal fees, which could hurt them as well in the long run. Yeah, in you know, one other totally random thought that we didn't get to is this could add another Disney princess that a lot of people oh, think Anastasia. Yeah. You're right. A lot of people think she is a Disney princess and she's most definitely not. Um, so really, do they add her? They didn't really add the Star Wars princesses, so I'm gonna say no. No, but, I don't think so. But th- this would be a yeah. perfect movie to remake. It would be. I could see him plussing it up a little bit to use words. Walt give, would. give a CGI look instead of the 2D to it. Yeah. So give another little, Disney princess, maybe. Maybe. That would be interesting and definitely worthwhile to see. And then maybe they have a Russia pavilion in Epcot. Full circle. Now we're, now we're talking. This is how it all the ball's rolling. Imagineers, listen up. We're finally getting that next uh, pavilion. It's not yep. going to be Spain. It's going to be Russia, and Anastasia is going to be there. All thanks That's to this nice. just little $52 billion deal. That's what they spent the whole, little, all the money on, just to get Anastasia. 
here's here's some of the other animated movies that they have. Uh, just a little list. You got Titan AE, Ice Age movies, uh, Horton Here's a Who, Rio, um, just to name a few. Rio, there you go. Brazil Pavilion. Yep. Well, and then the other interesting thing is with Disney now owning, I forgot what that animation studio is named, but they will be having three major animation studios. You don't really need three, you know, pro teams, basically. So I don't know if they kind of gulp their best talent up or move them around or move them to TV, because then you're just competing against yourself. And the people that lose in that are the fan base, because we're just getting burnt out of, you know, a kid movie every other weekend. Yeah, I, I... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens to that. So, yeah. Time will tell. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Are you, are you overall, are you happy with this acquisition or not? Yeah, I think it's a good thing. Um, it will be good for the Marvel side of it. That's really all I cared about in the first a bit of this news. So, is that they're going to own X-Men. And then we're going to get to see Wolverine as an Avenger finally. Except, uh, spoilers, if you haven't seen Logan. Well, I haven't seen Logan. Okay, so. never mind. Yeah, wait a... Wait, never um, mind. Okay, that just... It's on just, the DVR. It's waiting for the Christmas. Yeah, it's definitely That was Christmas one you needed to see week. in theaters. Oh, I just didn't have the time. Well, it wasn't a Disney movie, so I, I couldn't. All right, and the other big news with all of this is that Bob Iger has extended his contract... Uh, for another couple years for this is his fourth time saying I'm going to retire. No, wait, I'm not going to retire, which I know is annoying a lot of uh, people inside the company, but he is doing some very interesting things. He wants to see this project through and it sounds like this is the last duck in a row he wants to get done and then he'll move on out the door and we'll get another one. I've heard rumors that he wants to groom. It's, it's might be an acquisition of Fox and I can't think of his name, but the guy within Fox uh, who owns it and runs it uh, would train under Bob and then kind of take over. I can't think of his yeah. name. I have to look that up. Yeah, I don't remember either. Another interesting thing that I totally spaced off earlier, Derek, was the fact that they are currently building 20th Century Fox World in Malaysia, a theme park. That's all Fox IPs. Um, it's owned not by Fox. It's owned by a third party, but it's all Fox IPs. So it will be interesting to see if the those asian theme parks because i believe there's a couple other fox parks over in china or somewhere that we'll see what happens with them but i'm sure they're not up to the disney standard if you know what i mean no i've i've been to malaysia but nope never gotten a chance to go to any of the theme parks we we do they're building it yeah we do need to go speaking of that our next road drop trip should be to shanghai disney or tokyo disney I say Tokyo. I all vote right. Tokyo. Tokyo Disney Sea? Yeah. yeah. I'm in. All right. Yeah. Well, that is all the time that we have for this week's episode. But we want to know from you, what do you think of the acquisition of Fox? Are you on board? Are you against it? I know a lot of people are like, ah, oh, keep X-Men where they're at. They're finally, you know, turning out good movies. Yeah, that's debatable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but everyone loves Deadpool. And I know, you know... Disney has no problem with R-rated movies in the past, and so I think they're perfectly fine and can capable of handling Deadpool. I think they'll do just fine. I think they'll let Ryan Reynolds just yeah, do just his let thing. him do his thing. Just give him full control, and yep. you're good to go. You can make another ten of those movies, and people will still watch them. So, yep. 
All right. Well, thank you so much for taking time out to listen to Rope Drop Radio. Please go on to social media and give us a like or a follow. Also, hit that subscribe button because we release new episodes every single week. And we love just hanging out, talking Disney. And so for Doug, the Disney Dentist McKnight, I'm Derek Sassman. You've been listening to Rope